Yeah, because I muted my microphone, but this time I figured out what it was. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Weekly Wrestling Recap. Here, this is the Weekly Wrestling Recap, episode 157. It is Sunday, the 20th of October, 2019. And tonight, let's see, make that peak, not too much. And tonight, we are going to be talking about Marco Stunt. Is Marco Stunt the next big thing in AEW? And we also talk about um the absolute hilarity of the wwe going meta with this coming coming soon this halloween for wwe's crown jewel the universal championship will be a false count anywhere match which can't be stopped for any reason have the wwe finally figured out what the joke is and are they ready to capitalize on it this is the weekly wrestling recap episode 157 i hope that you enjoy the show. Welcome to the Weekly Wrestling Recap, episode 157. It is Sunday, the 20th of October and it's the Weekly Wrestling Recap episode 157. If you want to help support the channel, you can do that in many ways. You can do that by thumbs upping the video. It really helps me in the algorithm. You can also do that by subscribing if you haven't already. Hit the uh, the old subscribe button if I pop it up for you. Hit the old subscribe button. Um, and hit the bell notification to be notified of when I will be going live next. We are live every Sunday and Wednesday at 8 p.m. UK time, 3 p.m. Eastern. And this is on youtube.com slash Wrestling for all the people that are listening on the podcast. And if you want to get this in audio form, then go to my link tree, linktr.ee slash Original, And you can get that here in your ears like, and that comes out just after this live show is recorded on youtube.com slash Wrestling. And that podcast is available everywhere, Spotify and all that kind of stuff. And I think something got through most of this. Um, but today is episode 157 and um i've got two big stories i'm going to be messing with the format a little bit um and i'm going to be bringing back some old favorites but first marco stunt marco stunt is a wrestler who is by by some people's stretch of the imagination someone who they don't feel should even be in a wrestling ring that's quite harsh that's very, very harsh. And what I wanted to do on this show was to kind of go through the history of where Marco Stunt has come from and kind of why you should be paying attention to this guy because he is pretty kick-ass and he isn't the first person. No, 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 no. He's not the first person who has been kind of lambasted by the wrestling community for being small. So, first of all, what I wanted to do was take you back to when Marco Stunt was signed. Marco Stunt was signed um, on his 23rd birthday, back on July 30th, 2019. Um, 23 years old, um, signed as part of a boy and his dinosaur, Luchasaurus, and, of course, Jungle Boy. Um, he fit perfectly into that after MJF called him a lost boy. And at Fight for the Fallen, he he was fantastic. He was absolutely fantastic at that tag team match. And great news, great talent, young guy. Um, and, you know, nothing should be wrong with this story. This should be, this is a good story. This is the kind of story that we want for our professional wrestlers um, to be going through. But of course, there was an out, there were outliers. There were people that didn't like the fact that he was even going to all out. And this is from the subreddit AEW official. And this is a thread from when this was first confirmed a month ago. And as you can see, um, Luchasaurus tweeted this out saying we're coming to Chicago. And that was going to be August 31st. Um, the newly signed Marco Stunt, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy in three-man action against SU. Um, and that's, of course, Scorpio Sky, uh, Scorpio Sky, Frankie Kazarian and uh, Christopher Daniels. 
But that wasn't enough for some people. No, that was not enough for some people. Because, of course, if you go back to that Reddit thread, that subreddit thread, um, someone says, this should be fun. I'm not big on Marco because he looks like a kid out there. But I love the other five guys in this match. I hope Marco can change my mind in the future. Which, you know, very, very well and fair and balanced comment there. And then we get Marco exists as a new age Spike Dudley dying for dollars. And that's something that I was going to talk about in my wrap-up. Um, Spike was cool, but I don't think I could ever get behind Marco, though. There's basically no difference. And then someone else says, yeah, not a fan of Marco. I really don't know much about him. Um, haven't enjoyed his couple appearances so far. And I will enjoy Luchasaurus throwing Marco around at SCU like a weapon. Um, and then someone says, mm, could really do without Marco, not a fan. Uh, here's that tag team everyone is starting to like. And Marco stunt. Marco makes it look like a joke. Shame because everyone else here is good. Which one does Marco make look like a joke? The guy who dresses like a dinosaur. The guy pretending to be Tarzan. Don't know who downvoted you, but this made me laugh. And really, stunt doesn't fit at all. I can see Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus being inaugural tag champs. A Cinderella story, but that guy's really pointless. He isn't even AEW or pro wrestling material, in my opinion with all due respect. And then someone else says, fantastic, I love Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. So we're already starting to see these cracks from AEW fans. And hello there, uh, Amadou Salim Tor. Um, but it, it's already fans who, in my opinion, um, are some of the most inclusive fans in the wrestling community, don't seem to like him. But this past week, Luchasaurus was injured. And before his scheduled match, which was going to be the um, the Jurassic Express going up against SCU. Well, in this match, we had, of course, I'm sorry, not SCU. Um, they were, yeah, they were going up against SCU. But in this match, of course, something happened and with Luchasaurus being injured, Luchasaurus was replaced and Luchasaurus um, was replaced as, sorry, the Jungle Express went up against the Lucha Bros. Getting this all wrong, you have my notes. Going up against the Lucha Bros. The Lucha Bros in, got involved in an SCU match earlier on during the evening. But of course this match, big, big match for Marco Stunt Big, 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 big match for Marco Stunt. Now, people started to automatically crap on this match. They didn't want this match to happen um, within Twitter. But good old Davy boy, Uncle Meltzer, had the following to say. He said on the match, I came in with a very negative attitude towards a match. And when it was over, I felt very stupid of having that attitude because I thought that match was entertaining as hell. And it absolutely was. Marco Stunt went in there and became a star, an absolute star. Him and Jungle Boy just had such natural chemistry going up against the Lucha Bros. The Lucha Bros gave so much to them to have this fantastic tag team match, which we got to see on AEW's Dynamite's third episode. And Luchasaurus not being there, yes, was unfortunate, but Marco Stunt, he, he did enough to make sure that you were still happy. EP-Dub, um... Hello there, GG Vision. How you doing? Um, and it was and like people are saying that it's unbelievable, but that's that's Meltzer. But of course, we had someone else who came in with his own review, and that person we're going to talk about later on in the evening. But that person was Jim Cornette. Now, over on the Squared Circle subreddit, Jim Cornette, and um, during his experience, episode three hundred four, reviewed Marco Stunt and Jungle Boy versus the Lucha Bros, and Jim Cornette. Of course, up until by this point, um, by the time he's doing his review, people have started to say, well, Marco Stunt is like Rey Mysterio. He's a small guy and he just isn't getting the props that he needs. He's still small. He's still young. Give him a chance. And Jim Cornette said this, which did make me laugh, but it seems to... Jim Cornette is of a different time, but he said the following. Comparing Marco Stunt to Rey Mysterio... That's like comparing the guy that delivers my Chinese food to Bruce Lee. Which is an absolutely fair point. Marco Stunt is a very, very young professional wrestler. He has not been in the industry that long as it is. Um, I think that the comparison to someone like Spike Dudley is probably closer. But 
This is what Cornette said. And of course, Cornette likes to rile people's feathers, but we've had something from both of the aisles, both aisles. And yes, Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt were the original team. Of course, that was the original team. But as I said, the the people have forgotten that. And within AEW's timeline, that's where we're coming from. Now, again, from Squared Circle, and this may go into some of the reasons why people seem to hate Marco Stunt, um, which is... And this is from All Elite, so one of the subreddits which is a part of the new All Elite Wrestling and um, well, one of the, sorry, the fan subreddits which has kind of sprouted around and it says, um, so before the downvote gets spammed, I just want to say this is a legit I don't get it post and not a fanboy post, just looking for answers and... We've got, I don't hate stunt, I'm not a fan, here are my issues. He just doesn't seem as smooth or polished as the majority of the roster. Not saying he's bad in the ring, but he certainly isn't in the top half of performers at the company's disposal. Two, all of his matches follow a similar script. Larger wrestler bullies him and pushes him around. Marco gets a couple of good licks in. Fortnite dance, high spots, more bullying, hop spot, Marco eats a pin. Three, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus look and feel so right as a tandem. The Boy and his dinosaur gimmick was great. And now they have this modern, very, I don't know, he just doesn't fit with the other members of the team. Like, imagine if instead of Scorpio Sky in SCU, they had Kip Sabian. Like, that doesn't feel right, because I think Kip Sabian could definitely make it work in SCU. Um, and people say that he was disappointed. People were disappointed that Marco joined them. And he says he doesn't fit the theme of the Jurassic Express. Um and there's a lot of people who are saying that um, it takes away the illusion the, because he looks like a seven-year-old, someone says. It's completely unbelievable he could be effective in the ring and it all ruins the illusion and reminds me it's fake. Um, people are saying basically Rey Mysterio's ECW days. He also looked like a seven-year-old. Now Marco is half that size. And we have a picture, which I'm going to bring in in a second to show you what Rey Mysterio... Rey Mysterio outweighs him by like 70 well, yes. Yes. Before Luchasaurus joined Jungle Boy, according to Marco's stunt. Um, well, we've got one more thing that I want to bring in, which is, of course, that there were a lot of people that were against Marco's stunt. This is why, this is one of the reasons why I think that potentially Marco's stunt could be the next big thing. Because old Jericho, Mr. Bitter the Bubble, um, thinks that people complaining about Marco Stunt is hilarious. And the injury to Luchasaurus, which forced Marco Stunt into action as Jungle Boy's partner for Dynamite last Wednesday, um, he is 5'2", um, he's small, looks like a kid. And of course, this is what Jericho said in this Twitter thread, laughing at people complaining that Marco Stunt is too small and a disgrace to pro wrestling. Funny thing is, I thought the same thing about Rey Mysterio the first time I met him in 93. I also saw Ultimo Dragon get reamed out by his boss when he first brought Rey to Japan in 95. Dimalenko got laughed out of WCW locker room when he stood up for Rey before their first match in August 96. Both men were congratulated afterwards after people saw Rey work. Times have changed and Marco is small, but most of the workers on the roster are smaller in 2019 than the 90s. Bottom line, over is over and Marco did a good job of getting over on Wednesday. Whether he ends up a world champion like Ray did remains to be seen, but I'd rather watch him than a 6'8 muscle head who can't move. I was once told I was too small to be a wrestler too, and I did okay. Um, and that that that's kind of where I wanted to take you into this week's um, what I think, which I'm totally not ready for, but Let's see if maybe I can get ready for it while I just scat here for a second. And uh, thank you very much to everyone that has joined. Um, I've just realized that you can see everything which is going on over here. So why, why not? Why not? You can see some of the things I've got coming up in the future. Why not? Why not? But let's just pop this up. <laughs> not what I wanted to happen. Not what I wanted to happen. Let's just see if we can... Uh, if we could pop that off, Let, let's come back to here and let's pop off that screen because you don't need to see everything that I'm up to in the future. But it does give you a little bit of an idea. Now I can't even find the goddamn thing. Where is it? Almost as if you never saw it. Almost as if you never saw it. But um, there's some there's some content coming up in the, in the Christmas period that I'm going to be talking about soon. But before that, let's go into this week's What I Think. And I think I've ruined it enough for the people watching visually. So let's just, we'll give you the old stuff and everything. And I'll fix it as we go. 
what I think about all this then is here. So for those of you that are listening, yeah, I may fix this. I may not. Sometimes I fix it, sometimes I don't. I don't know. <laughs> what I think about all this then. So Marco Stunt may be the next big thing in AEW. Um, maybe the next thing, um, thing in AEW. It's... um. It's, it's totally believable. I would totally believe that Marco Stunt could become a Spike Dudley, could become that person who is a totally other babyface. That Wednesday night when he came out and he was talking to, um, it was, it was, he was out there and he was, it was kind of like talking to the Lucha Bros and he was giving them jip and he was out there. He was a re, he got such a big reaction from the crowd. That crowd were red hot for him. People in the WWE would love to have that kind of reaction happen when they came out. And if what's true, um, is what's been said is that Luchasaurus is going to be injured for a um, significant amount of time, six to nine months, then of course, yeah, I think that it's definitely someone that you could bring in, someone that's bankable as as a star, and I would totally call him a star. Um, and, you know, it's, it's good to have those kind of um, wrestlers in in your arsenal because there aren't that many wrestlers who you could say would be massively over but what I wanted to do was just show you this which is of course the people that defended him as well Sammy Guevara look at this look at that man's chest he definitely most definitely didn't you know he took those chops like a guy that twice his size would take and he also of course said um, we have right now in the WWE which is can this gimmick get over can a man who's apparently short I mean right now over on the WWE we've got a man called Chad Gable who is now Shorty G now Shorty G that I mean he's not even the size of Marco Stunt so if Marco Stunt is able to get over being his size then why should we believe that you know Shorty G can't get over and I wanted to end with with this which I feel is probably the best thing to end on because even if you don't like Marco Stunt then Marco Stunt has one thing to say to you thank you to everyone who still doesn't like me I still appreciate you and you push me to be better also I'm still going to be on TV on Wednesdays loves and that was back in September the 5th and I think that it still it still bears true I think it still bears true. I didn't even bring it over. I think it still bears true that Marco Stunt is a one-of-a-kind wrestler who could be the next big thing in All Elite Wrestling. L looking at the Jurassic Express, they could be the new day of AEW. We haven't given them the time yet. And Marco Stunt is such a unique talent that I think he could be one of the next big things in AEW. Do not sleep on that man because if there was a secondary title, I think that Marco Stunt, yes, it may be a little bit unbelievable, but it was quite unbelievable to have Spike Dudley win the light heavyweight championship, if you think about it, in logic's terms. So I think Marco Stunt still has time and space to evolve and to get better and um i hope that he does i hope that it truly does and i hope that the wrestling community can start to like cut him a little bit of slack because in aew this was supposed to be that wrestling was for everyone marco stunts one of them but that's just what i think that's just what i think and that's not what i wanted to have up on the screen everything is going wrong tonight Everything is absolutely going wrong. If you want to help support the channel, you can do that in many ways. You can do that by thumbs up in the video. It really helps me in the algorithm. You can also do that by giving me five stars on iTunes if you're listening to this. Um, you can also do that by going to a little-known website. I may have I may have mentioned it before, and that little-known website is called afouloriginal.com. Go to FatalOriginal.com, you will see my big old bird face, see my big old bird face. You can go ahead and click support the channel, click support the channel, take you to two options, the donate button, you can pay Patreon if you the donate button. It will take you through to a PayPal donation page. Once you get there, you can go ahead and say, I don't know, give me $5, tick the box, say with me everyone, and make this a monthly donation that helps support my content on the Brexit File Originals Weekly Wrestling, where you get File Originals Remote Wrestling, and all the other bits and bobs are do's on the internet, including, but not just exclusively to some Christmas stuff that I'm going to be doing over the next few weeks, um, which I'm kind of trying to play with at the moment. I've been writing lyrics 
we like lyrics and so i might be getting in touch with some of you people that are in the chat right now um i i more more information will come as as, as i do it let's just go through the chat and thank you to everyone that's joined so far um amadou salim thank you very much for joining um ep dub how you doing there conrad um gg vision as much as i love as much as i love seeing elder togoro fighting in a match i can honestly see why some people are pissed that he got so much offense like it um i hope to hear you talk bfg 2019 might do might not we'll see um it is in my in other news jungle boy and marco stunt with the original team and before luchasaurus joined jungle boy according to marco stunt Rey mysterio also outweighs him by like 70 pounds the 12 days of foul maybe um it's three weeks people have to chill indeed it's only been three weeks the AEW has only been going three weeks. They have only had a very small amount of um, content go out so far. And I wanted to show you this, which um, I got from um, Jason, um, John, sorry, Jonathan Snowden's Twitter account, which is how Rey Mysterio used to look when he was first in the United States. And I mean, look at him, Rey Mysterio. He looks like, looks a little bit like Marco Stunt. Could do just not as tanned obviously but um this week i would like to thank everybody on the twitters big big shout out to jonathan snowden for like just putting that massive thread together of all the wrestling content creators on the twitters and all of that i've had a fun three-day weekend and that's why i've had time to think about christmas but <laughs> next up next up on the show um i wanted to talk about this because I think that this is um, this is weird, this is strange, and um, I didn't even think that it was real. I I I I legitimately thought that this was like someone had made this, and I didn't think that it was real. But what I'd like to talk about is is this is this thing. So at WWE's crown jewel, the Universal Championship will be on the line between the fiend Bray Wyatt and the, the burner of downers, Seth Rollins. And the match will be false count anywhere. And unlike Hell in a Cell, which can have a referee stoppage, DQ, um, I guess they can just say we've had a good day and end it. Or other things this match can't be stopped for any reason um what the hell does that mean this is not a stipulation this 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 is this is hilarious now what i wanted to talk about in this segment of the show was how the wwe have decided to go as meta as humanly possible and start to be so self-referential that they are now referring to the fact that a match which couldn't shouldn't have been stopped for any reason is different to a fool's count anywhere match and so this match is happening at Crown Jewel, and it's due to the change in Team Hogan and Team Flair. Oh yeah, there's another match is happening at WWE Crown Jewel this week. Uh, sorry, this coming week in uh, two weeks' time. It's going to be Team Hogan, who will be represented by um, by several superstars, and Team Flair, who will be represented by several superstars. One of the team's captains was Seth Rollins, but after what happened at Hell in a Cell, and after what happened at the draft, we will have a SmackDown wrestler, the Fiend Bray Wyatt, going up against the Raw champion, Seth Rollins. And we will also, of course, have Cain Velasquez going up against the current WWE champion, Brock Lesnar. Now, I wanted to just kind of just rap for a second about this. There's no real form to this particular section because it's just weird. The WWE have been known over the years to be quite self-referential and to be quite tongue-in-cheek on occasion. They haven't really done it that often because they didn't really need to do this, but the WWE on Fox Twitter has been an absolute delight. The WWE on Fox Twitter is a social media Twitter which is like all the other brands out there. They have made fun of Brad Shepard, which 
is hilarious. They have made fun of loads of different situations, all, all, all in the search of great content. But this particular little nugget is probably because of the fact that all, yes, all of WWE's fan base absolutely hated what happened in the main event at Hell in a Cell. And I mean, even if you liked that show, and I spoke about this the other day, the red stuff, like all of that light, it just gave me a headache. Now, this match happening at Crown Jewel will be contested anywhere. And as I said, the match can't be stopped for any reason, which just kind of makes it seem weird. Like, as it says it can't be stopped for any reason, we are now led to believe that even a pinfall won't end this match. We are now led to believe that even even a, a, a tap-out does not end the match. We are now led to believe that even if one of them happens to be a woman and therefore not allowed to be in Saudi Arabia in competitive fashion, that the match will not be stopped. We are led to believe that if there was a situation like what happened in Japan, and, you know, I'd like to say prayers to Japan, man, geez. But if what happened in Japan and there was a tornado, the match would continue. We are being led to believe that if the Saudi government just, I don't know, like they decided that wrestling ain't cool no more and they just want to end this partnership, this match will continue. This is the equivalent of the never-ending story, but all-you-can-eat buffet. I'm hoping that this match goes on first, but I, I really, like, I just have to say that the WWE don't really do this that often and they don't laugh at themselves that often. And I really, really just wanted to say that I really enjoy this. I think that this is really funny. I will probably be watching this live. I'm trying to figure out if I can do a watch along for it, but it's definitely intrigued me to watch the show. Um, and it's definitely made me want to know what's happening um, in this match and even their Brown Walsh. And um, good, good on you, WWE, I guess. Um, but I like when companies go meta. I like when they're able to... I watched a film today, um, the other day, it's called The Dead Don't Die with... Um, can't remember that. Bill Murray and um, Adam... Dr and it was really, really, really good because they were meta during the film. And I think that this might take us down a different road um i like the fact that this is being referred to uh and it gives me hope it gives me hope for how this program might continue in saudi arabia and it's definitely given us something to talk about if anything else but that's just what i think about this one that's what i think about this um now, I'd, I'd like to, as I said, bring some of the segments back that I haven't really done over the week um, and over the weeks even. And the first one I'd like to bring back is, of course, one of my favorites of all time. And y'all know what it is. It is the good old, um, oh, it is, moments of flair. If I, can, if I can get it working, maybe we will. I'm going to go into moments of flair. of flair i did it i did it without breaking everything that's fantastic okay so this week on moments of flair i wanted to talk about something which um i just had to talk about it and so um conrad you're here and we're going to talk about um impact now i'm going to be talking about impact but i'm going to be talking about it um probably not in the way that you would you you would have wanted me to talk about it tonight but um impact yeah the the little wrestling company that could i i absolutely love impact and it doesn't give me any joy for when impact do something stupid but um impact did something stupid um let's let's just um i think we should play the video because yes there is actually video for this so um impact were were recently at um 
at, at a show. Oh God. Like Impact Impact wrote a show on Saturday and loads of cool things happened at that, which we're gonna talk about in an, in other news. But this also happened, which um it just it just ain't so cool. So let's let's just let's just pop this on for you. And uh, maybe I should make this bigger so you can all see it. Um yeah, let's pop that on. This should work. So here we go. Here's the video. Let's see if I've got all the settings ready so you guys can hear it as well. I think I do. So this is this happened. This is from David Bixon on um, on Twitter. And this is a video which happened as the show was wrapping up live on Twitch, their Twitch TV channel for a multi-million dollar wrestling company. And um, yeah, this happened. Guys, we're done because I need my phone. Bye. Nine hundred and three people. Uh, we'll be back. We're gonna come back, okay? We need to find another phone. We're gonna find another phone. So, so yeah, that's Josh Matthews. That's Josh Matthews there, and Josh Matthews is letting the the wrestling audience who are watching on Twitch TV, some of them who have set up with a um, you know with a Twitch Prime account and everything, that the show has ended. The show that they were watching live being streamed, which was by all accounts a really really good show, um, and yeah. So because they were live streaming live and they were streaming off Josh Matthews' phone, like, it just, ah, uh, it's just so sad. Like, I, I just, and I, I got no problem with Impact whatsoever. I love Impact Professional, um, Impact Wrestling, but that's just really, that's just, like, so Bush League. Even AEW did stuff where they where it seemed a bit off and stuff, but they were not coming live from their phone. Like, that wasn't how they did the Impact stream. Like, it's just... And even, like, Killer Cross is, like, this, this is ridiculous. Like, this is so weird. And this is where they don't spend the money where they need to spend the money. And, oh, like, so sad because they do so many things well. And then they do something like that. Moment of flair, everyone. Moment of flair. Now, um, I also wanted to pop this in as the moments of flair tonight because this is another situation where, as I said, um, I love Jim Cornette. Like I actually do. I, I he is one of my my favorite a favorite um wrestling personalities, maybe of of all time. And I love the fact that he would always say what was ever on whatever was on his mind. Sometimes though, I think that he probably shouldn't. And this weekend, as I said, um Jonathan uh, Jonathan Snowden um from Twitter, he put a tweet out asking for suggestions for people who were podcasters, content creators. I put myself up because, of course, I'm going to put myself up first. And then other people did put my name up. And I think that's really awesome. And thank you so much to all the people that did. But um, as this was going on and I was like, awesome. And I've seen some of the some of the stuff that Jonathan Snowden said before. And like, you know, it's cool. He's talking about Cowboy Bebop. I like Cowboy Bebop. And he also knew what Sham uh, Samurai Shampoo was. I was quite impressed. But um, Jim Cornette after Jonathan Snowden's been saying that Jim Cornette's been saying some silly things recently, and as I said earlier on, I spoke about how he compared Marco Stunt and Rey Mysterio to how he would compare Bruce Lee and his Chinese takeaway driver. But um, Jim Cornette said this, and I might get demonetized for it. Thanks, Jim. Hi, Jay Snowden. Wasn't aware we had issues. I've seen you running your dick liquor about me on Twitter without tagging me in on it and kissing AEW ass. Now that I'm informed, you have my number if you'd like to call me so I can tell you how many ways you can go F yourself, dick. And um, of course, a lot of people are saying to Jonathan Oden, what are you going to say? What are you going to say? And he says... Lots of people asking about this. I don't really have a comment. Jim might want to retire Dick Licker from his Lexicon, though. It's 2019. I totally agree with that. Yeah, there's a really weird... 
such a it's such a such a cornet thing to say and what's really annoying again is an, another guy who is doing really really good stuff at the moment on nwa power and it's stuff like this which then drags down power and like and like with mlw and yes he is a polarizing character that's what jim Cornette is um since that point um jason snowden sorry i keep calling him jason snowden jonathan snowden has um said that he's going to be at the next he's going to be at bfg come see me um and like it's just so it's so weird jim Cornette doesn't need to be fighting people outside the dairy queen anymore um but those are our moments of flair for this week um as I said, I want to try and keep it positive. I'm going to try and spin through um, to my next section of the day. So let's uh, let's go there. So first of all, if you want to help support the channel, you can do that in many ways. You can buy thumbs up in the video. It really helps me in the algorithm. And if you're listening, this show goes out live every Sunday and Wednesday at 8 p.m. UK time on YouTube.com slash Wrestling, which is why this show's so weird. But let's go into a segment that we haven't gone into for a very, very, very long time. And that segment is, it's an old favorite, and that is In Other News. Welcome to In Other News. So In Other News this week, um, I've got some 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 news about TNA and this is what I would say good news about TNA so um it's been reported didn't mean to do that it's been reported by um Ethan Ego Page um I'm sorry by yeah by Ethan Ego Page that he was getting talked to for tweeting about TNA, but during Mania Weekend this week, um, this year, Impact Wrestling is being, bringing back TNA for one night, and TNA, the name TNA, will be coming back, which is crazy news. Very, very excited to see this. But, of course, some other people who were very excited to see this were a tag team called The Young Bucks, who put a picture up on the Twitter of them when they were in TNA as Generation Me, which is where I first discovered them. And then Ethan Page says, so we're doing this, Gen Me versus The North. And it's like The Bucks versus The North. And Joey Ryan says, I should start growing my hair out. We got loads and loads of different people talking about when they were in TNA. But of course, this was then ramped up a notch. And oh my God, I'm very excited for this match. If this match goes down, oh my God, like this would, this would literally be um, like, like Fowl's, like, like Fowl's younger 20 self, like, well, late, late teens, early 20s going, oh my God. This match is fire. Scott Demore said, let's do it. As the Tommy Dreamer would say, no politics, no BS, just wrestling. I wonder what F. Kincaid and Super Chris Caban are doing. Generation Me versus the Motor City Machine Guns. What do you say, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson? Are you ready to cross the line? This is Impact. Oh, very excited for this. And we could see, we could actually see the young bucks going against generate sorry the young bucks as generation me going up against the motor city machine guns who put on absolute clinics um and like they really got me into tag team wrestling at that point like i just 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 great just, just, just absolutely fantastic i really really hope that it happens i really really hope that it happens um but also in other news from reddit from the squared circle reddit is that casey cats and cats cats and cats and cats casey catanzaro there you go casey catanzaro the the current other half of ricochet um is has been removed from the nxt roster page she has not been seen anywhere um at the moment and because of that um people thought that she'd probably be in the alumni site but she's not now if you go to wwe.com slash superstars slash casey the her name um it actually says you are unauthorized to view this page the page is not just gone it has been scrubbed from the internet um it says access denied you are not authorized to access this page casey cats casey casey has been taken out of it i knew that i was gonna have issues with this doing it live but i thought who cares <laughs> um and in other news as well of course tonight um 
Bound for Glory is go- is going to be happening, AEW's biggest show of the year. But let's take you back to the show for our final segment of the evening. And that final segment is Replay This. replay this so uh, welcome to replay this and first of all um this coming week of course aew will be having aew's dynamite we do a live yes we do an absolutely um big giveaway every single week for aew's dynamite we do a live watch along every wednesday um starting as the show starts and thank you so much for the people that have been joining we are building an audience every single week and i'm so so happy that you chose me as your second screen experience watch along every Wednesday night for that Um, and then we do a little bit of a wrap up afterwards but this week coming up on AEW's Dynamite is going to be the bastard pack going up against Jon Moxley after they kind of came to blows a little bit during a tag team match earlier on last week on AEW's Dynamite Um, so make sure you check that out because that is going to be that's going to be an amazing match that's coming up also on that show we're going to see Private Party versus the Lucha Bros oh god like uh, it's the first time that they've gone on one-on-one and it's a very important match because I could maybe see the Lucha Bros not winning or this could be the moment that Private Party gets pushed the whole way through the tag team division and we get to see them as the new tag team um, tag team champions of All Elite Wrestling or will it be the Lucha Bros to give it that authenticity and that extra kind of pull? It, it, it's just, like, I'm really excited to see that match. I'm really excited to see who comes out the winner. Now, also on Replay This This Week, I'd like to give a salute i think i'll do a salute to dits from dits on wrestling i didn't know he was semen he'd love that joke um dits is um part of the navy and he is going to be um sailing the 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 podcast sees as in episode 25 which i was listening to earlier on today i got to finish it off um it was a, allow himself to reintroduce himself and he is a member of the navy so it is captain dits and he's got some new segments um he had aa talk stuff on this week and they're talking about aew's highlights which is going to be a new one of his segments wwe highlights wednesday night war um it's episode 25 make sure you go check it out it's two it's two hours of just joy absolute joy and the plymouthonian done us well done us so well so happy about that um Great, great stuff. Very, very excited to see where he goes with this as well. Very, very excited. Also in replay this this week, um, I think I had one more to say. Let's see if I can get this off the screen. This is this is where this is where being live and recording yourself at the same time is never ever a good thing. Here we go. Um, but also this week, um, I'd like to say a big, big shout out to, first of all, because I didn't do it last week and I forgot about it, Mags, and a big, big shout out to the Badlands podcast. Because this week, Fowl recorded some stuff with Magsy Baby. And part of that was for Badlands Pod. Also recorded something else with him. Um, and the Badlands Pod we did, oh, so cool um i don't want to let away what the gimmick is um for it just yet but badlands pod obviously they are now on a new network which is chair shot radio i'm so proud of those two guys paul tolly and magsy and they they brought me on and we talked about some particular topics which were very very interesting and they made me laugh very very hard and afterwards me and him recorded something else as well so big big shout out to mags make sure you check him out and make sure you follow them anywhere they go after this point badlands pod has been such a great concept great idea and they just deserve so many more listeners than they already have and they already have so many um also today i'd like to say happy birthdays to someone within the twitter community and that person is our own yes our own it is the queen of ne and if i just refresh this page you'll see that i ain't lying 
It's her birthday today. Happy birthday to the Queen of NE. Doing so, so doing such great stuff as well. Um, and um, recently bringing out her Queenie guides, which I thought were really, really cool. Um, they're very excited about them. Uh, the first one was about stardom. And of course, stardom is now part of Bushi Road with New Japan. So if you want to get get up to date with what stardom is and find out a little bit about joshi wrestling go check out the queenie guides um of course in the chat right now we have conrad from everything pro wrestling um i will not be watching bfg today but if you want to check out a review show directly after the show conrad um does giveaways and he also does other stuff um all for everything which is professional wrestling he talks about roh um, he talks about so many different things and massive friend of the show and personal friend as well and um he's been doing some giveaways for he did one tonight with fight.tv for a free code for that show for um so if you, for bound for glory so if you want to be getting yourself some free codes for impact and you like impact professional wrestling and you want to maybe have a little bit of a listen to what he's going to talk about for that new announcement of tna coming back for one night only then make sure you check him out and also hub wrestling and thank you to fight.tv who big friends with foul original show maybe we'll do some giveaways for impact in the next uh, in the next few months but uh but right now if you want to find out about impact wrestling go check out everything pro wrestling conrad cushman and i'd also like to say thank you to to a great guy from australia mate called bj and he doesn't have a beer or it could be BJ and the Koala Bear. But BJ, thank you so much for um, having me on your show, that episode of Aussie Lucian's blogs and podcasts. You can check him out over um, on at Aussie Lucian. Make sure you go check him out. And he um, he did a, yeah, me and him, I was on the show. We talked about some random stuff. Um, I coined a phrase, Romaned it. And we also did his random reaction where I randomly reacted to something that he just played me. Very, very, very funny. Very, very funny guy. Very knowledgeable guy. And he's only been podcasting for a few months, but he's 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 got it down. Really, really down. And if you want a little bit more Aussie in your pocket, then go check out Aussie Lucian. Uh, and they're doing some. He's doing some really, really cool stuff. And um, he can be a heel every now and then. But he's a really, really fun guy. He's a really, really fun guy. And you're very, very welcome, Conrad. So that takes us into, um, I think, that will take us into the last few things that I wanted to very quickly mention and replay this. First of all, NWA Power. Make sure you check it out. This week was just as good. They had Aaron Stevens on there, the former Damien Sandow, and he was fantastic. He was really healy, and I loved it. They also had Colt Cabana, and Colt Cabana was joined by Mr. Anderson. Anderson and Ken Anderson was there and they were a tag team and they were really really good and I was really surprised and it was really amazing and we also had a little bit more of the talk about Camille and how potentially she may be involved in matches a little bit more than she should be but um really excited from this week and we also got to see um eddie kingston homicide in action as well studio wrestling um and Cornette was there but Cornette was great and it's as i said it's studio wrestling with that extra little twist to it and it's just something that you should definitely be watching every week it's an hour out of your day and it's 605 on youtube on tuesdays if you're missing your smackdown on a tuesday make sure you check them out because i really really think that you'll like it if you like that kind of retro look and feel um but finally in the replay this for the people that are watching on the show, you're going to be getting an extra little bit of a treat. So this is from Reddit as well, Squared Circle. And this is Scotty Too Hottie, who was at NXT um, yesterday evening. And he looks good. He looks really, really good. And he is a backstage trainer for N um, NXT. So seeing him out there, not a big surprise, but it's cool to see that he's getting a little bit more hands-on there. And it's quite interesting to have him backstage as one of those people that really is helping to mold the next generation of NXT wrestlers. And also, uh, our other little thing that I found on the, um, on the Twitters is that... Um, this is a picture of a guy that we all know. He's, he's a villain. And this is from a birthday party that he went to. And I think that it, I just found it on Reddit and I think that it's hilarious. It's a picture of Marty Scroll as the penguin. 
and it's classic Penguin. And of course, he is a villain and he is the greatest villain of all time. So Villain Enterprises, Penguin, it makes a lot of sense, makes an absolute amount of sense. Um, and that's, uh, I'll replay this for this week. So let's take you back to our, our, our main section of the day. And... If you want to help support the channel, you can do that in many ways. Either by thumbs up in the video, it really helps me in the algorithm. You can also do that by subscribing if you haven't already. Check out the bell. Um, check out the bell notification if you haven't notified. If you're watching this on YouTube, we go live every Sunday and Wednesday at uh, at 8 p.m. UK time, 3 p.m. Eastern. That may change in the future, but for now we're keeping it as it is. So you can check it out live. Get involved in the chat, just like Conrad did today, just like GG Vision did today, just like Brian did today, um, and so many more. Thank you all for joining. Hit the subscribe button and hit the bell notification if you haven't been notified. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, we are on YouTube.com/slash Foul Original Wrestling, or you can find this in audio form after the show has gone live so finally 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 um as there has been so much negativity in the professional wrestling world i thought that i'd leave you with a really really cool thing that happened which um found on twitter which again as i said twitter can be a place for good or it sometimes can be a place for bad but this is from ali fabulous he ali now this is this is a kid here and he wanted to dress up as Ali for Halloween but unfortunately the kid didn't have a costume or the money so this came to him in the mail And do you know what the awesome part is? Look at the remote control. What does it do for you? It turns it on. And look, there's a bunch of colors on there. Oh, yes. I'm going to try this on. What? Just like a wire. Okay. That is awesome. We can adjust the straps, honey bunny. Yay. Can we adjust it? Such a good guy, such a good guy there. So thank you very much um, for joining this week. We will be live on Wednesday at um, at eight. Um, we'll be live on Wednesday for AEW Dynamite Watch Along. And if you want to get involved for a free code, if you're outside of the United States, then make sure you check out our good friends at foul underscore original, which is also me. And thanks to our good friends at fight.tv, where we are doing giveaways for those shows. But this has been Foul Original. Thanks for watching slash listening. See you next time. And join us for more. And if you were if you were listening, um, then that was classically Ali being a classic guy by giving back to the community that he is such such a big part of but um have yourself a great evening bye bye thanks for listening to the show and if you'd like to hear more then feel free to follow me here on the podcast ways also you can check me out on youtube.com slash foul original wrestling for the weekly wrestling recap which happens every wednesday and sunday live on youtube 8 p.m gmt this has been a Foul Original Podcast. Thanks for listening. Hear you next time.